Hello and welcome back to the Manifest Podcast. If you are new around here, welcome in. You are going to love this show. And the reason I say that is because so often people are drawn to manifestation and the law of attraction on a whole new level. That's not just on the surface, because I think we can all agree that we're a little bit tired of the the surface level, let's go and you know manifest a million dollars out of thin air or let's manifest a Chanel handbag or whatever it is. Not that there's anything, not that there's anything wrong with that. But we're here together as a collective for a deeper exploration into the mysterious world of the mystical, into more of our intuitive depths of discernment, our intuitive faculties, so that we can show up in either our businesses or in leadership roles or whatever you do in life with with a sense of curiosity and a knowing that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And I think I say that nearly every show, but it's it's so important for me to remind you that you are here to rise above fear, embrace love, and remember your power. You are a powerful creator. And so this brings me to the theme of today's show, which is when manifestations get lost in translation. And I think that this is probably going to be a humorous show. So I invite you to see the funny side of what's going on here. And also to remember to be careful what you wish for. So in other words, be mindful and specific of how you are using your words, how you are using your models of communication, whether you are in business, whether you are a leader, whatever you do in the world, this is important to really tune in to the fact that your word is your wand. And I wrote about this actually in chapter six of my latest book called Be the Love, Seven Ways to Unlock Your Heart and Manifest Happiness. In fact, the paperback version though has a different subtitle. So if you find that in October and you're listening to this at a future date, it will be Be the Love, One Woman's Journey from Fear to Freedom. Yes, that's it. Um, So chapter six here, I'm just going to read you a little bit before we dive into when manifestations get lost in translation. And I'll be sharing with you some of the some of the more entertaining ways that I have used my energy and the universe has sent back some very funny situations. So here's your word is your wand. Close your eyes, breathe in deeply, exhale, and then say this affirmation. I am intentional. The theme and title of this chapter is borrowed from an old book title by one of my favorite new thought authors of all time, Florence Scovel Shin. She wrote Your Word is Your Wand in 1928 as a sequel to the wildly successful book titled The Game of Life and How to Play It. Always remember how powerful your words are. Your words have the power to create your experience in each and every moment. Whenever you open your mouth to say something is a beautiful opportunity to examine the intention behind what you're trying to say. Are you reserved when it comes to verbally expressing yourself? Or do you just blurt out whatever's on your mind and not really care too much about how it lands? One thing is for certain, don't say stuff you don't mean and be careful what you wish for. Or better yet, speak only of things you wish to create. One of my all-time favorite words is abracadabra. It dates back to Aramaic times and also in the Hebrew tradition translates directly to I create as I speak meaning your words hold power to attract to you what you are talking about. 
You've probably heard people say abracadabra during an incantation of magic tricks, but it holds and embodies a very sacred significance to manifest healing powers. When you become more intentional with your levels of communication, you will all of a sudden notice how you have the power to guide conversations and relationships with others. I remember when I first started to study language patterns, I noticed that almost everyone around me was stuck in a mode of complaining as a means to converse. Oh, isn't the weather miserable? Insert heavy sigh here. Years ago, I made a commitment to sharpen my ways of communicating with other people. I wouldn't complain for the sake of complaining or conversing. I would aim to raise my vibration by only speaking the things I wanted into existence. However, this can be venturing out of the world of compassion into the world of spiritual bypassing. I'm just flipping the page. (laughs) Meeting people with kindness is the most important thing to remember when learning about the power of our words to create our reality. And then the next segment in here goes on to remind you that words are magnets. Your words have the power to create vibration that then the universe responds to. So... This reminds me of like a super cheesy joke that you've probably heard before. There was this man who was so poor that he prayed to God, please God, let me win the lottery. Otherwise I'll die. I can't do anything else. And I have no business skills by which to make my living. And this man kept praying like this for 30 years. And finally he got fed up with God and he said, God, this is the last time I'll pray to you to win the lottery. If you don't let me win the lottery this time, I'll give up my faith. I'll never believe in you again. Give me a break. So he was so frustrated. So God responded, okay, you also give me a break. (laughs) And the man said, what do you mean give you a break? And God replied, during these 30 years, you've only prayed and talked and talked and talked, but you've never gone out once and bought a lottery ticket. So how can you win the lottery without a ticket? So this is just a reminder in that super cheesy joke, which I hope landed and gave you a little giggle, that so often we want something, but we're not willing to to put our intentions into action, to go out there and transmute that energy into something that is actionable. And I remember when I first started playing with this energy, it was, oh my goodness, it was probably back in 2008. And I was on Twitter, I was experimenting on social media and I had a lot of followers back then too. And I remember reading a book by Pam Grout, who was a really incredible teacher. And she, she did a call out in her book as an energy experiment to say, okay, play with the energy of the universe, raise your vibration, ask for a gift to be sent to you from the universe within 24 hours. So I thought, okay, universe, I'm going to put the word out there to the ethers, to the powers that be, that I would like to manifest a gift within the next 24 hours. Did it internally, didn't write it down, didn't shout it from the rooftops or share anything on social media. And then the the very next day, I get a DM, a Twitter DM, a private message from this guy who said, I made you a gift. And attached to that text was a picture of his junk with my name written on it in Sharpie. Now that is something that I cannot unsee. (laughs) That is something that I had to laugh because that was my gift from the universe. I don't think that that was, that was it, even though it came framed as a gift. I believe that that was the universe's way of having a naughty giggle 
and to say, hey, Sarah, be more specific. Otherwise, you're going to get your name written on some dude's junk. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I remember, oh, my gosh, I remember <laughs> remember telling my family and telling my friends about that. And I'm like, oh, gosh, well, we know that the law of attraction is real. We know that manifestation is real. But the one thing that you must do is focus your energy and your intention in the stream of what feels good, what feels fantastic. And I can tell you when you get that kind of pick, the D pick, it doesn't feel that good. So I just filed that under experience and a powerful reminder of specificity. I didn't think that I would be a manifestation teacher a decade and a half later <laughs> and, and teaching people about remembering to be specific. So that brings me to how you write your intentions really comes down to how are you willing to support it energetically? So it's one thing to write down what you want, dear universe, I want a new car, but you have to get into the feeling space of aligning with the energy of how it feels to drive that car, what it feels like, smells like, how your heart feels, what are some of the emotions that you experience? Because remember, it's not only your thoughts that are things, it's your emotions that attract what you want into your reality. So with that in mind, I will return in just a moment after a short message from today's sponsor. One thing that a lot of people don't really know about me is that I love branding. And so when I got this special delivery from Pear Eyewear, I knew that I had found a brand that I can get behind and that I love because their branding was just so on point. And that was just receiving the box on the doorstep. So as a creative person, I'm a big believer that there are so many different ways that you can express yourself through creativity, through your life, through, through your fashion accessories and redecorating your office and things like wearing statement earrings and all of that kind of fun stuff. But the great thing about pair eyewear is that they have figured out a way that you can match your eyewear to your outfit. And if you are somebody that loves fashion, that you love the feeling of joy, for instance, you will love pair eyewear because you choose your base frames, which are really affordable. And you, there are so many different, different styles to choose from. And you can also put your prescription in there. So when you're just getting started, you can get multiple looks for less than a hundred dollars with your prescription. They do virtual try-ons, which was really great. So you can find the right frame that will suit your face shape. And then there's a way for you to channel bold artistry and the essence of spring by checking out their top frames, which are so clever. There are hundreds of magnetic top frames to choose from that just snap on your base frames and you're good to go. So you can match your outfit with your glasses. It's absolutely genius. And the thing that I love about this company is that Pear knows that vision is essential. Today, over 200 million children worldwide need glasses and can't get them. And so beyond helping you to match your outfit to your glasses, Pear wants to help and do some good. So for every pair that you buy, Pear provides glasses to a child in need, which is so great. So bring more color into your world this spring with Pear Eyewear. Go to PearEyewear.com slash manifest for 15% off your first purchase. That's Pear Eyewear, P-A-I-R, eyewear.com slash manifest. Okay, so let's dive right back into this because this is really, really important to grasp. 
that your word is your wand. So I really want to challenge you to identify and do somewhat of an audit on the way that you use your language. If, if you had, now this would be a really cool invention. If you had a device that could measure your words, how you speak, the topic, the energy, whether it would fall on the fear-based scale or the love-based scale, whether you are complaining more than you are creating or praising or showing appreciation, where would you land? Now, keep in mind, this isn't a space for judgment. This is a space for curiosity. So I challenge you to really take this awareness into your day-to-day life and choose again. Instead of you know, complaining about something that's not working in your life, what would have to happen for you to switch it to gratitude, to switch it to the mode of appreciation? Because this is one of the fastest ways that manifestations get lost in translation is because we think that we're doing the right thing when we, you know, whether it's a new moon or a full moon or you're using your Dear Universe journal and you're doing all of the right things. In fact, I got a message the other day from someone that said, hey, Sarah, I just, I've been using the Dear Universe journal now for two weeks and it's not working. And I thought, you're missing the point. (laughs) I love you. I'm so grateful for you as a DearUniverse.com customer and you're missing the point. It's a practice. It's there to sharpen your models of communication with the universe, to keep your energy steady as a daily practice. And that's what's so genius about it. The fact that it brings that awareness, because if we don't have that accountability with us on a daily basis, we forget society is very loud and can draw you into the orbit of drama so quickly. You can hear other people complaining and then misery loves company, right? So you go over there and you start complaining or criticizing or gossiping behind somebody's back. And that's the fastest way to go in the opposite direction of what you want to manifest. I'm going to say that one again. If you gossip, if you complain, if you are always focused on the negative instead of being focused on joy, you're going to manifest the opposite of what you want. You're going to draw to you more things to gossip about drama about. Now, I'm in two minds about this because you guys have heard me say this before that I love some Netflix shows, right? I love to sit down and watch something like Love is Blind, which is full of drama. But what you do is you do a prayer of protection and you distance yourself from that, meaning that you can see it for what it is as a sociological energy experiment, And you can allow yourself to enjoy what you are witnessing rather than emulating it, rather than being a sponge, rather than being SpongeBob SquarePants that takes it on board and then spews it out to somebody else. You don't want to do that. You want to make sure that you hold your energy to the highest standard. And in all fairness and full transparency, I am aware of what I'm saying, (laughs) that I'm seeing this in real time of, hey, Sarah, maybe it's time to step back from Netflix or anything like that. And maybe choose something else because I have so many creative projects right now that that are going on. And to be fair, I hardly, I mean, I don't watch a lot of TV at all and I don't watch a lot of reality shows. It's just sometimes I like to, to tune in as a way to just chill out and relax. And that can be really beneficial for your vibration. So you're not so mental about it or heady. You want to make sure that you're grounded in your body, that you feel good in your body and your mind in your spirit, that you're excited about what's being drawn into your life. 
So let me give you another example of when manifestation gets lost in translation. So for years, many years now, and I can date this back maybe 15, 16 years, that I have been doing this process called the Goals, Dreams, Wishes, and Desires Intention Setting Process. This is a process that I have I had created into a free download. I think it's still available on my website or uh, I think you can go to intention setting worksheet or intention setting process.com download the worksheet. I think it's been downloaded nearly half a million times now. It's just a PDF. It's free. And it goes through what you want to be, do and have. And this is kind of a, a different version though of what I do every year on New Year's Eve. I write down a list of all of the things that I would love to manifest. It's like my ultimate wish list. And about eight years ago, I started tuning into the feeling component, how I want to feel, how I want to embody the essence of what I'm calling in. And, and there's a few that if they don't happen that year, then I carry it over to the next year or I just completely get rid of it. And sometimes it pops up years later. So back to the reality TV, uh, arc. (laughs) So I wrote down and I think it was, oh my goodness, it would have been, it would have been 2019. So about four years ago now. No, it would have been after I landed the contract for Dear Universe, my best-selling book. And I wrote down that I would like a Kardashian to share Dear Universe because I equated their popularity to influence that would hopefully get the right eyeballs and a lot of different eyeballs on my work. What I didn't say is that I want a Kardashian to share my Dear Universe book. I just said Dear Universe. I didn't specify what that was actually. And so 2020, November 2020, I was living in East Hampton in New York and it was my birthday. And I usually sleep in on my birthday. That's one of my favorite things to do. Just a little bit. I'm not really a, a sleeper in or a, I just, I enjoy relaxing and resting And it was, I think, five o'clock in the morning and my husband came and woke me up and he said, Sarah, Sarah, guess what? And this was before he even said happy birthday. He said, Kim Kardashian shared one of your Instagram posts. And I couldn't believe it. His sister, my sister-in-law, Melina, uh, had sent Sean a text saying, is this real? Did Kim Kardashian just share one of Sarah's Dear Universe quotes? Sure enough, she did. And I, I got like, 8,000, I think between eight and 10,000 new followers just from that. It didn't equate to any more book sales, but it was something. But it was a reminder to be more specific, right? So I wrote it down. This was in my, as Abraham Hicks calls it, my vortex. It was coming. I knew that. <laughs> it, was, it was coming. And what was really strange about that, and I don't know whether I'd mentioned this on the podcast before, is that in the weeks leading up to that, love him or hate him, I had listened to the Joe Rogan uh, episode where it was with Kanye West. Like I said, love him or hate him. <laughs> and uh, he was still married to Kim Kardashian at that time. And I remember listening to the full three hours of that video. And as I was listening to that, I was walking around the woods in the Hamptons. I was walking past uh, Hugh Jackman's house because he lived around the corner from us. And I would walk down to the beach that we shared not that I ever saw him. <laughs> I wrote about this in Be the Love, actually. Um, not that I ever saw him, but I'd always rehearse in my head if I did happen to manifest running into him that I would say something uniquely Australian and probably be extremely embarrassed by myself. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so I was listening to the Joe Rogan interview with Kanye West, which was three hours. And during that interview, as I was walking through the trees and there's not a single soul around, uh, and that was late October, it was getting cold. There were deer, there was me. (laughs) And I think I had my dog with me. I would have questions come to my mind like, what would it be like to live that kind of life? Who are these people when the cameras are off? What are they really like when they're not part of a reality TV franchise or they're not trying to build multi-billion dollar empires? You know, what, who are these humans? And I was really taking some time to connect with that energy. And it was, I mean, my birthday's November the 1st. And so this was Halloween night that she would have shared this. I really couldn't believe that that happened and that eventuated, that this is the way that I see it, that I wrote it down, the goals, dreams, wishes, desires, years ago, years prior, and that these are threads, energetic threads, that once they are down on paper, whether you have them as a list, whether you email them to yourself, whether you write them in your Dear Universe journal, that those threads then get carried by signature energy patterns of focus, of neutral focus, not gimme, gimme, gimme universe, (laughs) gimme now, or why isn't it here? It's never going to happen. The doubt, the fear, the anxiety, that it's neutralized emotion with and from the space of understanding that whatever manifests into your life is coming for a reason at the perfect time is what manifested that as an experience for me because consciously, and especially during that time, I had no interest in the Kardashian sharing my book, sharing anything. You know, I don't, I don't care. I couldn't give two flying fruitcakes. I saw it though as a lost in translation manifestation moment that if I had my choice between Kim Kardashian sharing my book and selling as many as I thought I would, 8,000 new followers versus 8,000 more sales of my book, I would have chosen 8,000 more sales of my book because that means that my mission and message gets out to the world and that That's what I'm here for. I'm here to remind you guys to rise above fear, embrace love, and remember your power as an intuitive um, guidance, spiritual advisor, whatever label you want to put on it. That's what I'm here for as a manifestation mentor. Because ultimately, and this is where it gets really interesting, the way that we learn how to manifest more intentionally is getting way more specific with our language patterns and also finding the beauty, the rare gems that happen in the manifestations that get lost in translation. I, for many years, and this, I don't even know when this dates back, and I have referenced this before on, on my show, that whenever on the TV, when I was in my first marriage, I'd see Vegas, Las Vegas on the TV and I was living in Melbourne, Australia and I'd say, hey, there's my hometown. Had no connection with America, with Las Vegas, with anyone from America. And what was really fascinating is that I was living there, got married there, had my fourth child there. It's my hometown. I still consider, even though I'm living in Florida right now, I still consider Vegas to be a soul home of mine. And so again, those throwaway words that you say, you can claim them. You can claim what is yours. You could, you could do this when it comes to cars, for instance. I remember many years ago, and not that I've ever owned a Porsche. I wish I, wish I had. Maybe, maybe I will one day um, when I don't have kids that like eat go-go squeezes and cliff bars and sticky shit and it gets on the seats. <laughs> you know, I'm not, 
I, there's something funny about that. I would rather wait until my kids are a little bit less feral. <laughs> and I mean, they're six and eight right now to get a really nice car one day. And I might try this practice myself. But I remember many years ago, I would see this car called the Porsche Cayenne, I think it was. And it was like a four-wheel drive, terrible gas guzzler. I don't actually know whether I want one anymore. But back then, when I would see one on the road, I would see that as my sign from the universe, that one day I would align with that type of car. And you can do that too, but claim it. Claim what you want. If you see somebody that has a purse, now remember it's not all about the purses and the materialism, but this helps to get the energy flowing. If you see somebody that has a pair of sunglasses that you want, you can claim that and go, oh, she has my sunglasses on. And when you do that, this is what's really interesting. You're aligning with the energy, you're dismantling the resistance, and you are raising your frequency to allow what you want into your reality. And so this, this really speaks into being able to celebrate the success of others. So one thing that so many people get wrong is that they feel jealous when somebody manifests and experiences something that they want to manifest. Instead, looking to that person as an anchoring point for their own energetic raising of frequency. And there's a little lizard that's just come up to the window that's just staring at me. This is very strange. I wish I could show you guys right now. Is this a sign from the universe? It's a lizard person. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just staring at me. So I, my office is on the second level of our house and it overlooks this little lake that has a fountain in the middle. And we have this thing called a lanai, which lots of people have in Florida that keeps the bugs out. So I see my office looks out on the top of the lanai and this lizard is the only thing on the top of that. And it's just staring at me probably about as big as, I don't know, as long as my iPhone. There you go. And now it's like doing a weird head thing. Like it's, I don't know. And now it's moving its mouth. Like it's talking to me. Okay. I sound, I sound unhinged. <laughs> Maybe it's here to tell me a message. It's a spirit guide. I should look up what lizards mean. Anyway, again, reminding you that you are here to have a magical experience, to do the best you can with what manifests into your reality, the good, the bad, the humorous, the ups, the downs, the I knew this would happen. You know, those moments where it's like, oh, how am I going to get out of this? You know, you might need to go to the toilet urgently and you're trying to drive around finding a place to go and there isn't one. And, you know, all of the things, these, what, what's it called? Comedy of errors, the divine humor, that manifests for you is there to guide the way forward, utilize it, harness it, really tune into the magic of this story that you're weaving, because not all of it will be straightforward. There will be times when, you know, you will miss the mark. There'll be times that things show up in your reality. You wanted to manifest, uh, let's just say from your husband, a, a diamond ring for your anniversary. And you ended up getting, I don't know, a bowling ball. I think Homer Simpson did that once on a TV on the TV. I remember seeing that it was Marge's birthday and he wanted a bowling ball, so he got Marge one. So see the humor, see it for what it is, and enjoy the journey because when manifestations get lost in translation, it's your opportunity to refine your specific process. Get into the feeling space. Look at the visceral elements of what you are calling in and have it and develop a really great relationship with the future version of you. 
I'll probably record another episode about this actually because my daughter, when we take videos of her, she likes to record messages now for future Lulu. She's only eight years old and she is like the world's youngest manifestation teacher, I think, because she is just so into the law of attraction right now. It's amazing. Um, so that is it from me for today. If you liked that excerpt that I read from Be The Love, the link is in the description for this episode. You can check that out. And if you would be so kind as to pre-order the beautiful new cover that is available on October the 10th, 2023, that will be something that is definitely a collectible item. All right, lots of love and bye for now.